everyone. Welcome to Foxes Have Holes. I'm so excited right now because Brian Grow is back. I'm back, baby. Woo-hoo! I'm alive and well. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Me too. I'm glad to to have you here. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're you're feeling better. You're healthy. Yeah. No, you guys did a great job, though. Like Jim was a perfect fill in. Yeah. I, he has a. He can explain things pretty well. He did. Yeah, you guys just said you did a really good job of of connecting two things that I don't think many people put together. Right. Um, very often. Um, and and the only thing that, you know, I was thinking about as I listened to the episode is, you know, in a way we're all chemically dependent, you know. Absolutely. Even just how our brains work, they work on chemical reactions. They you need to have different hormones introduced to motivate you to do things. You know, we have these we have dopamine, we have oxytocin, right. all these things influence us to to do things and so um i I think it's just really interesting that you know sometimes we try to hijack those in in the shortest way possible and you guys just did a a great job addressing a lot of those a lot of those topics well shucks thanks man (laughs) i was i got to be a fan two weeks ago i was so cool instead of a co-host so So. cool I'm it's, glad, it's I'm glad the co- maybe maybe sometime we'll give you a night off. Maybe that'd be cool. No, <laughs> no I don't care. I really love doing uh, this podcast, and it's it's great that you're back. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about this episode because Brian uh, immediately after hearing my, uh, my dad fill in, uh, he sent me a list of ideas, and uh, his ideas are uh, gold. So we're gonna do one of his ideas for tonight's episode. And I'm nervous about it because it sounds like I'm going to be like psychologically examined. Oh yeah. Oh boy. You're gonna you're gonna weep. You're gonna probably be in in the middle of this. You'll be in the fetal position at some point, I sucking have. sucking a thumb or. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, should, this is. We should pull out the leather couch. Do I need to lay down? <laughs> yeah, there, we, we got a couch I right got here. Got a couch right here. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, this this is. Um, yeah, just one of those those fun psychological tests that that help you kind of um, with some self reflection and things like that. Sweet, so I, I had this done to me pff, ten years ago. Um, Did you? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, ten or so years ago. Um, Did it make you cry? No. no oh, okay. No, no. Oh, no I, I I really doubt you're gonna cry. Um, All right. Because if do you it. do, I'll I'm do here it. for you, pal. I'm Thanks. here for you. I need to get the tissues um, out. And I, I think what's really fun about this is not only can we do it to you, but anybody listening right now, as we're going through these things, they can kind of, you know, take it at your pace, listeners at home, um, take it at your pace, pause if you need to, um, write down your answers to the various questions and the descriptions that you give. Um, and then about halfway through, we'll pause um, and you can take some time or you can pause and you can go ahead and take some time to make sure you've filled out your answers. And then the second half of this is when we'll give kind of interpretations, what, what it can kind of mean. All right. That sounds really fun. So what's the name of this, uh, this test? So I've heard it called the, the cube test or the cube game. Um, and, uh, yeah, getting cubed. I'm going to get cubed. It's a fun thing to do. Everybody's doing it. So I got like a little exponent three above my head. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Alan Iverson's coming for you for branding. <laughs> well, let's get into uh, the exam. Uh, I'll sit here and try to be as good of a, sp- a specimen as I can be. No, this is perfect. All right. So what what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, ask you to describe certain things. So I'll give you, um, the, for example, the first one is going to be an open field and you're just going to take whatever, whatever direction your mind takes, you're just going to start describing what this field is like. And as you're doing so, I may ask you some questions just for clarification, just to get into your mind a little bit more. And then after you finish doing that, we'll go on to some other items and after, yeah, you'll just describe them again, just whatever's coming to your mind. Don't try to force it. Don't, don't try to figure out kind of what it could represent. Sure, sure. Um, just kind of off the cuff, like mind open, mind free. 
just tell me what what you're thinking. So let's start. Okay. Tell me. You, just imagine in your mind an open field. Tell me what it's like there. Okay. First of all, it's sunset. Uh, here's some uh, crickets starting to crick. I uh, see. Uh, it's a well. It's an open. It's so it's open, and there's a lot of gr- green grass um, with like some white flowers. And off in the distance, I see snow-capped mountains. Um, birds are active. Uh, it's a cool 65 degrees outside. Um, there's a pond with a shade tree over it. Um, blue skies with some uh, wispy clouds. Sun's setting off that kind of pink hue. I uh, I see um a, there's a nice cool breeze um maybe some bees I hear some bees buzzing and yeah that's what I f- see cool that's that's great I don't think I have any follow up questions because uh, you you wouldn't set into such great detail um so. Good. So the next thing I'm going to have you place into this field uh, and describe in this world that you've started is a cube. What does it look like? Where is it in relation to the field, this open field that you've just described? Um, Color, you know, anything that you that you think about what tell us about this cube. So if I'm looking at the cube, it's at the far north end north i guess north east end of the field uh it is transparent but i can see the edges uh, of the cube do do you know what it's made of uh glass yeah okay glass anything else yeah uh you can you can see through it okay um how big is it eh, i'd say it's like Six feet high. So about your height, actually. Okay. About your height. Yeah. Okay. So and, yeah. And is it is it sitting in the field? Is it? Yeah. Is it's it, it, so it's sitting in the field, and there's like the grass is like pushed up against it, like okay. so you can see the grass all around it. Um, and yeah, it's just sitting there in the field. Maybe a bird comes and flies on it, and trips people out because like is that bird just like sitting there? Is it floating? It's not flapping its wings, maybe. <laughs> glitch in the matrix. It was a glitch in the matrix. And they're like, "Oh, there's a cube over there." Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, cool. Anything else that you wanna want to say about the cube? No. All right. Perfect. So we'll move on. Next thing I want you to think of is a ladder. Place it somewhere in in this field. Um, where is it? How long is the ladder? What's it made of? What um, is kind of the distance between maybe the ladder and the cube? Um, what is the relationship between the two, if any? Okay, so the ladder is going to be against the shade tree next to the pond, um, and it's going to reach to the top of the shade. Well, it's going to reach to the first branch of the shade tree, which would be like, I don't know, 8 to 10 feet high. And then it's made out of uh, wood, and it's like the the light, like it's like a light uh, sanded and then epoxied wood. You know what I'm talking sure. about? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so and it's uh, and it's 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 approximately 50 feet from the cube, and the ponds in between the cube, the shade tree. Okay. So it's it's like that, and then. Uh, the relationship between the two is you can take the the ladder over to the cube and you climb on top of the cube if you want. Okay. But you, I mean, there's nothing that they do together. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there um, going back to the cube, is there a way in the cube or is it? No, yeah, no there's okay. no way in the cube. Okay. okay. But you, you can, can move it. it. You, can, you can see through it and you can move it. It's light. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's light. Nice. All right. Next thing I want you to think of um, is a horse. 
tell us uh, kind of the same things um, that you've told us in for the other objects. Um, but describe this horse and what what is the horse doing in this world? Where is it? Um, how does it interact with the other things that are in the world? Okay. So this horse is a black horse. Um, it is on the side of the uh, shade tree that is oh, w- uh, farthest away from the pond. So that means the horse would be farther away from the cube as well. It's a black horse. It's got a white stripe down its nose and it's like playfully with its foot, like hitting the ground and like scraping it. And then it kind of like gestures up with its head, you know, like it wants to ride. It seems like it wants someone to, to, to ride it. Um, and horse is just staying cool until a rider comes to to mount it and ride off with it play and play or ride up ride the horse yeah is there some interest between the horse and the cube at all um no the horse has no interest in the cube okay all right all right so i i I think you did this a little bit in your description of of the open field but the next thing i want you to think about is flowers um, maybe it's other flowers within uh, within this space. Um, tell us about some flowers that may be in this world. Definitely see some lilies. Okay. Like the lilies. On the pond? In the pond, yeah. Uh, I see, you know, there's like little white daisies. Mm-hmm. Those little things, yeah. And then um, that's all I see. Okay. Yeah, that's it, man. Sure. All right. So, you and you kind of did this as well a little bit, but maybe you want to expound a, a little bit on it. So I want you to think of the weather. What is the weather in the field like? So weather's, you know, nice and cool, 65, between 65 and 70 degrees. There's a breeze. It's sunny outside. Um, when the wind, it's, it's sunny, but it's the sun is setting. Uh, when the breeze comes, you get kind of chilly enough for like a sweater or, or like a little light jacket. But when the wind's not uh, blowing, there's that breeze is absent, and you're totally perfectly comfortable in whatever you have on. So great! That sounds idyllic. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Let's go here. <laughs> Let's go wherever that is. Switzerland, probably. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. <laughs> All right. Um, one of the last things I want you to think of is the storm uh, is a storm. A storm starts brewing. Um, talk to us about the storm. So the storm forms over the mountains uh, on the north end. Gets really dark really fast. Uh, the pink fades quickly, uh, rolls in suddenly, um, and begins to rain and then hail. And uh, the, you see the pond and just get start getting splashed with with hail you see puddles and um, splashes happening in the pond the horse uh gets closer to the tree lays down uh, the cube starts to get some cracks in it um the bladder is fine uh, under the shade tree there and it's close up to the tree so not much damage is happening there there's some thunder that starts to happen and then lightning off in the distance the temperature drops considerably to like maybe 40 or no, it's like 30, 30 degrees, 30 degrees. Cause it's hailing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how intense is the storm? It's intense. Pretty intense. Yeah. And, and how long does it last? It lasts about, uh, 35 minutes. This is, okay. So this is, uh, this is just kind it of just a rolls. quick, yeah, it's quick rolls. rolls and it goes, it okay. just goes. Yeah. And All then, right. it, yeah, everything returns to normal. Okay. Kind of goes back to, to the way it was. Yeah. All right. This is a great little world that you've, that you've kind of built for us. So um, if you are listening and want to um, continue to think about the different things that we've brought, brought up here, um, go ahead and pause now until you kind of have it fully fleshed out. Maybe you have it written down or maybe do some voice recordings yourself of, of how you're interpreting these different things. Um, Cause we're going to go on to kind of the interpretation. So and here's the thing about interpreting it. Um, 
you're going to probably do a lot of the interpreting. I'm going to kind of tell you what each thing is, each thing means. Okay. We can kind of discuss the, what we think about your answers to, to those different things. So, um, we'll go ahead and, and, and move on to that. So, um, if you haven't done it yet, pause because this is going to ruin it. If you if you hear the interpretations and then you try to do it, it's just a little difficult because right. then you're thinking you're thinking about exactly what it means, and so you're going to try to do the most favorable. Don't do that. Don't don't do it. All right. <clears throat> so the field the field represents your mind and how you view the world. So. Yours was yours was really nice. Um, you kind of view the world as a as a place of of wonder. Uh, it looks, I mean, it sounded very very peaceful and nice. Yes, very peaceful. Yeah. So um, I think to me that that says you you have kind of a favorable view of the world that there is good in the world, and so maybe that's just your perception of it. Huh. The the way you interact with the world is one uh, where you're looking for things that bring you peace, that things that are are nice and good about the that, world. I do look for that. That's something that I absolutely look for. Peace is the most important thing in my life. If there's not peace, I constantly, my whole... My whole thing, my whole goal in life is to make sure peace constantly is in my life. And the reason for that for me is because if I'm not at peace, right, I'm not going to be able to feel the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So that's my, that's my interpret. That's why I seek peace so much. Mm. That's just me. So anything else about how you describe the world? Um, so, so because it's, I think peace can be, so here's, here's what I, if you stumble upon something like that in the world, you need to hold on to, the, to that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, at the same time, I see the wretchedness of what happens in the world. Um, so I think that my view of the world, maybe not necessarily is like it's all peaceful, because I know it's not, but I think it's, I know that it's capable of obtaining peace. I know that I am a, a capable of obtaining peace here, and that's my main goal, yeah. one of my main goals. Yeah. Mm. All right. So now let's move on to the cube. Let's okay. talk about the cube. So the cube represents you. The, the, the cube represents um, kind of how you view yourself. Jeez. So what, <laughs> what, well, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? Because if that's true, like, I mean, you can see through it. I'm not, I mean – Am I saying that I'm not very noticeable? Uh, I, uh, to me, transparency like that. Yeah, that that seems like you're not. You're not. Um, not judgmental. Af- no, you're yeah. not afraid to let people see who you oh, are. Oh yeah, yeah. To oh, me, that makes sense. Yeah, you're, that's true. People are kind of able to see through because yeah. you're willing to let people in. Kind of let people people are able to see, but it's really interesting to me that you know while people are able to see through, when I ask you like, uh, is there a way into the cube? And you're like, no, no, there's not. There's not a way in. There's the cube. not a way in the cube. So I don't know exactly what that could mean. Um, maybe you're maybe you're. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that could mean. I don't know what that means either because I had no idea that that's what. That <laughs> sure. It's like, so okay, that's interesting. So and you know there there are a lot of different like websites and things like that that they kind of direct you. So I'm I'm following okay, yeah, uh, yeah. around with one. Um, so th- this one talks about the cube's texture. Um, so it was glass, s- smooth is glass, yeah. smooth. So right. it says you're a gentle person that takes care not to hurt others or make them feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah, that's true. I try. The other cube, so this is what it says about a transparent cube. Uh, a cube with a transparent surface means you tend to let others know how you feel on the inside. You are confident enough to show your inner thoughts. You are deeply sincere. You know that you are uh, you know that you are good inside. And guess what? It shows. Huh. That's what most people see in you as well. So I'm not going to, I don't want to like be conceited or brag or anything, but that's what my mama says. Yeah. <laughs> And my wife, and my wife, my wife says I'm a good, a good person. Um, I do sometimes though. One thing I do do is, is uh, 
I, I tend to internalize feelings and not share what I'm feeling until I figure it out myself. Mm. Because I feel like if I, I, there's a lot of things that, so like if I get, if I get upset about something, right. I, I tend to hide, not hide it, but like people know that I'm upset about something, but I don't, um, express the feeling until I'm able to sit down and internalize it and say, Hey, is this feeling really warranted? Does that make sense? Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm really with you on that because, you know, if I, like, if I haven't sat down and wrestled with it and tried to figure it out, then how can I expect anybody else to kind of do that right. for me? And so I, I'm with you. Like once I know something like, or if I lash out, like I don't want to oh, lash sure. out on a person sure, and then be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Or just ruined a relationship or something. Yeah. You know? Right. So, yeah. all right. Let's talk about the ladder. Yeah. So the ladder, <coughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm still getting over this. I still got some lingering stuff. So the ladder represents a couple different aspects of your, of your life, namely your goals and your friendships. So what do you think about that? What, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going, I mean, it was made out of wood and had lacquer on it. Yeah. Uh, or epoxy, right. To protect it. Sure. Um, I said it went to the first limb of the tree so yeah. you can climb up there by, by the pond, by the so. pond. So to me, like that, close like, to a tree. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What what well, what do you do with trees? You climb them. We'll climb them. Yeah. Try to get to the top. You do it for fun. And right? it was a shade tree. Yeah. So to me, you're either you're either climbing to to just get you know enjoy the climb, mm-hmm. or <coughs> I'm so sorry. That's all right, man. Everybody coughs. Yeah. <laughs> Especially right now, especially nowadays. Not, not in other people's headphones. That's no. rude. Um, so, or, or you, you were by the pond. The tr- this tree was by the pond. Maybe you're getting on a limb so you can jump in. And maybe so. Maybe the goals in your life lead you to like fun experiences, like things that yeah that are that you enjoy. I, that's very true. Yeah, the goals I do set and the friends I keep usually have the same goals and interests as me. Mm. And uh, the, th- the things that I want to do are fun to me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, and it was interesting because you're like your, your ladder, you, you talked about how it was on the other side of the pond, the cube from the cube. Um, but it could be moved over to the queue. It could be. It could be, you yeah. know, and you mentioned that specifically. And so to me, like, you know, sometimes your friends and your goals are are further away, but they're, they're, they're adjustable. They're movable. Dude, it's flexible. You just hit me right in the center of my heart. Why is that? You Tell me. Dude, Why? that's like me. Okay. That's so true because I will put off friends. I'll put off goals well not goals i guess but i put i put off friends maybe not all goals not but all certain goals, goals certain goals to make sure my f- I, i'm uh, because my priorities are with my family with you know my my education now getting into my career and so i do keep friends and other recreational things at a distance because they're not a priority at that moment, but I'm able to easily access them. They're yeah. accessible to me. Sure. As the, man, it's such a core part of who I am just now. Yeah. I mean, and, and re- what's really interesting, I wish, I wish I could have one of the men in black, like little scanner yeah. things to like forget that, that I had ever done this because I think it would be really interesting to be able to, to do this multiple times in your life. And when you're at different points in your life, absolutely. Because, I feel like your answer growing up may have been different in that respect. But now that you're in a part of your life where you are, you know, career and family are, are really like what you have to put your time and energy to because with a young family, yeah. it takes a lot of energy with schooling, with, with trying to, to gain all that knowledge 
into to launch into the career field that you want right takes a lot of energy yes and so you know at this point in your life yeah there's there's that 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 separation but maybe it would have been different at different parts of your life that's maybe there's like a triangle test or something (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe we'll make that maybe we'll make that one the triangle test i like that we're gonna get sphered (laughs) 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 oh my goodness all right let's let's talk about the horse because i think i think this is a an interesting one. All right. So the horse represents your ideal partner. Um, <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble, bro. <laughs> no, no, said, no interest in the cube. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that doesn't. But part of the test is wrong. <laughs> no, I, and yeah. and. Here's the thing is, you know, I, uh, and maybe, maybe I'm just trying to twist everything to make it sound good and no, happy and, no, and, and yeah. right. But, you know, maybe that just means there's independence. There's some independence within your relationship. Okay. That sounds there, good. There isn't a, there is no dependence. The horse isn't like, I have to go to the cube and the cube is my source of food. Like, you know, somebody could answer something like that or mm. like, mm. or like, Maybe the horse comes over and <coughs> it's just like bashing the cube. Just like, <laughs> I hate you, man. Getting up yeah. on all, like on its hind and, and just hitting on that cube or whatever. Dang. You know? So, so maybe there's some, just some independence between you and your ideal partner, your wife, my wife, Katie, <laughs> um, there is independence. And that's absolutely true because my job uh, for the majority of our marriage has been an EMS. So there's 24 hour shifts. There's, you know, night shifts. I've been, we've been through it all where she has to be home for long periods of time by herself, taking care of things on this end. And, uh, yeah. Well, and she, and she doesn't, I mean, sometimes you hunker down and you just kind of get through the day, yeah. but, but by all accounts, your wife kind of thrives, and she she has interests. She does. She has things that she wants to start businesses oh, or, or or things absolutely. like that that she's that she's driven to to kind of do. Absolutely. So that's yeah that that would say that that is true in the test absolutely. But she we me and her are both very interested in each other, especially when we're together and we're we uh, we talk. We have a great time, and uh, we are we are interdependent mm-hmm. when we're with each other because. It takes two parents to raise three children and keep a house together and everything. So yeah, but but absolutely no, that's that's very true. There we are in we are uh, independent uh, when we need to be. Yeah, that's what it says here. It says a horse. Uh, if the horse is a bit further away from the cube, it indicates a need for a partner who will understand and accommodate your your desire for for alone time. Oh, that's or, perfect. Yeah, or, or things like that. That's so. absolutely perfect. Yeah. That's All great. right. Let's let's move on to the flowers. Oh yay! So so the flowers uh, represent your family and friends, and so uh, to me, this is a little interesting because you know they kind of had friendship. In, in the latter section too. Yeah. But um, this says a number of flowers reflects your popularity and their location indicates how close you are with your social groups. I said two flowers, bro. <laughs> we have two well, no, you said two types of flowers. Well, I did two they types of flowers. All over oh, the place. Okay. I guess I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't ask that. Oh, how many flowers okay. and things like that were, at, were out there. But. The lilies and the little. Uh, when you mentioned, you mentioned flowers at the beginning when, when you're talking about. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like white little flowers, like the white little, are they daisies? Well, yeah, you said daisies. Daisies, yeah, yeah, they're daisy. And then I saw lilies. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think they're also white. So if we look at the color yeah. too, you know, white purity, yeah. goodness, innocence. Right. So you look for people that have those that have those qualities. Qualities, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think your family, you know, is is representative, obviously, from our last. But it is true. That I don't. I don't have that many friends, bro. <laughs> I mean, and it's the times and seasons, man. Exactly, because of what where I'm at in my life right now. And so. and again, everybody's different. And some people, that's okay. Yeah. Like, that they have 
one or two varieties. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's what they need. Some people will probably be like, I have wildflowers, every color, every shape, every size. In the words of Michael Scott, I need three, maybe two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got one right Right here. here. Yeah, I do. That's... (laughs) So, yeah, so it says if there's just a few, you are close with your family and have a small, tight-knit group of friends. That's so Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely true. All right. All right. Let's talk about the weather condition. So, first, we won't talk about the storm yet. So, let's talk about, um, yeah, you were kind of... um, at a sunset time. So yeah. what, what do you think about that? What do you think that might, might kind of say about you? Because I, I, think, I think it was really interesting that you not only just chose like a field, but you, you chose the particular time of day and you described what, what the temperature was like, what the I think wind I s- was like. I think I seek the end. I look forward to the end mm. of the day. Yeah. I look forward to the, or the end of my goals. I look forward to where I want to be. Mm. And that's what keeps me motivated mm-hmm. uh, to continue to reach my goals is I, I constantly go back, okay, why am I doing this? Right. That's, that's, that's part of my character is I go, why am I doing this? And then I look at, I look towards the end hmm. uh, of what I'm going to achieve, what I'm going to be able to provide for my family, what, you know, for other people who may be struggling, what am I trying to achieve and what, you know, when I get there, what am I getting? Right. And so maybe when you think about just, you know, in how our days are set up, you, that, that time at the end of the day is kind of a wind down time. Yeah. And that's probably really a lot of the time where you get to be with family and things like that. And so that time is probably really etched in your mind because you're at the end of the day uh, of a day where you've probably accomplished things and you get to kind of wind down. Wind down. Yeah. You get a. You get to have the 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 satisfaction of a of a day well worked, a, a day well lived, and you get to move into. You know, you described crickets. You described bees, and kind of, you know, the crickets coming out is just that sign of of like nighttime coming, and just like the wind down. The yeah. You know, we put in our. You we put in the energy. We put in the work, and now it's time to just. Yeah, that's I agree peace. with that too. Peace. Yeah. We talked yeah, about peace, peace yeah. early on. Um, now I, I'm really interested about this cause we, we talked, you, you, you talked a little bit about the storm and I think there were a couple little cool things that you said about the storm. Um, so the storm, um, represents how you're feeling during the stresses of life during trying times. Huh. And so what do you think about your, your responses in relation to the storm and how the storm affects this, this field, the cube, the, the horse, everything that's in the, in the world? <laughs> I, uh, I think it's pretty accurate because when I start to see a storm coming, uh, I do tend to, I guess, I don't know. I think I, th- I look for, I feel like it's going to be the, so I prepare myself in a way that's like, oh, it's going to be like the worst possible thing, right? It's like, well, this is, this could happen. I see it in the distance, mm-hmm. right? Because I think I did mention that. I see it. It starts in the mountains, right? Yeah. I said that. I said off in the distance. I see it. It gets dark. I'm like, okay, there's a storm coming. Then it comes quick. Quick. Then it comes quick. And I think that's me saying, well, this is what's going to happen quickly. It's going to happen quickly. And this is how I need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so I try to prepare myself for the worst possible outcome. And then it starts to, and then I said it started to rain and hail. And it starts to crack the cube a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And that does ha- happen sometimes where I start to feel the pressures of things and the storms of life. And, and I start to feel like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to, to get through this, mm-hmm. but I find strength somehow through my faith, through my wife, my family and storm passes quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I thought of some of the, some, yeah. some of those things as well that you said, 
that it's a quick storm. It may come quick, but it goes quick. Right. And so maybe you view trials as, you know, something, things that are intense in your life, but for whatever reason, you either adapt and, and, it, and are able to get through it. Um, or the, the support that you have around you is able to kind of lessen the right. impact. Um, and, and you crack yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. You didn't get obliterated. Right. You didn't, you didn't shatter into a million pieces. Like the cube got cracks and that's what happens in life. You get cracks in life. Yeah, that's when, true. When you go through trials. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so what did you think overall of, of this thing? I, I think, you know, I think, I think it's pretty, it's, there's, you can, I think what <laughs> I'm going to listen to this thing over and over again and just, look at all the avenues that it could possibly mean, because I think there's a lot of deeper stuff here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I could think I could, t- I can go th- back through this whole cube test and be, and find a lot of different things about me that I have no idea that I had no idea about. I think I'm pretty sure. Right. Well, and, and here's like, there's a lot of things that it, it doesn't do. And there's a lot of like, but there, this is one way to get a little more insight into your life. And that's the point. Yeah. And so I don't think really, I, I mean, I love looking at little psychological tests like this and things like that. Yeah. And I don't think any one of them gives you the full picture. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that um, either. But I think this is a really like enjoyable way to, because I think for the rest of the night tonight, you'll just kind of go through your mind what you responded and what the interpretations were and, and find different things. Oh, maybe this means this or that, especially when you don't have a microphone in your face and you feel, you know, maybe yeah. a little added pressure to, to, <laughs> to talk and your, your, your brain is focused on that more than thinking of all the different yeah. variables. Because that, it's going through my mind still, like every little piece of this cube test, every little piece of this cube test is going through my, I'm like, wow, there's a lot here in this test. And I didn't think, I mean, I've never done a test like this before. Yeah. Like, and I, to, to your point is the point of this test was to look at yourself and kind of get that self reflection and that uh, perspective on who you are as a person and how you deal with certain things in your life. Yeah. And that's a very important skill or that's an important thing for us to do at least monthly, I think. And to have these tools to where we can like, Oh, how do we do it? Because me and you were talking a little bit before the episode, you were like, how am I doing? How am I doing? What, what, who am I? This is a question that a lot of us have. Who am I? Who am I? Is what you were telling me. And that question doesn't really get us anywhere a lot when we're just sitting there beating our head against the bed or the, <laughs> or the walls trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. Cause we don't have the assessment tool to, to really assess that just becomes kind of elusive. It kind of like when you're trying to look directly at it is yeah. like, is exactly when like your you, thought process just goes away yeah. or you're like, you know, I think I'm like this. I think I'm like that. People have said this about me and, and said this, and said this or that. And I think a lot of the times, you know, when, when we're really trying to think about it and, and articulate it in a way that it's hard to do. It's very hard it, to do. It's really hard to do. And so I think sometimes you need to <coughs> do it in a roundabout way that you're thinking about something else and you're able to, there, there are a couple other ones that I'd really like to do at some point Yeah. Um, that I wrote to you about um, that just kind of have you answering off the cuff and then you go, Oh, maybe this is what that means. That's this cool. is what that means. And so, to me, I I was really kind of nervous to even bring this up to you because it, it felt a little little off brand. It felt like you know we are really trying to discover our relationship with Christ, and a lot of the topics we've had lead us to Christ, or or that is the hope, right? And so I felt like, oh man, is this a little too a little too like. I don't know, fun off in the weeds and not really like to the point of, of getting us to Christ. But I, I really, (coughs) 
as I thought about it, as I continued thinking about, um, you know, doing this, I thought, you know, Christ taught in parables. And I think a lot of the times the parable was given to give people things to, to gnaw on in their mind, to, to not think of, okay, I'm going to teach you this truth or this doctrine, and I'm going to teach it to you in a way that's like a textbook. But to take something from their lives that they understood and they say, and, and then tell them, hey, the kingdom of heaven is like this. You know, gaining a testimony, gaining the spirit in your life is like this or that. And using those things that are relatable. And so I think in a roundabout way that when we're doing a self-reflection psychology type um, quiz or, or test like this, um, it allows us to, in a similar way, gnaw on different things that maybe we wouldn't have been able to figure out otherwise. Dude, I think what you said is absolutely 100% correct because Christ did teach in parables, like you said, to get people to have that self-reflection, to say, oh, and ask kind of that question, is it I? You know, that, that question, like when Christ told his apostles when in the Last Supper, he said, one of you is going to betray me. And all of them had that question, is it I? Is it I, Lord? I think we all, he did, he taught in parables for that reason. I don't know how many people got it, but there was one in particular where Christ, or where Peter asked a question to Christ. He said, how often shall I forgive my brother? And he, and he said, seven times seven. Or or something mm-hmm. like that, and then and then Christ says no. And I seven, say seventy seven, times seven. Yeah, and Christ says no. I say seventy times seven. Oh uh, yeah, right, right. Because Peter is like, well, yeah, he said some low number seven and then, times. Yeah, seven times. That's right. Yeah. Peter says seven times. He said no, seventy times seven, yeah. meaning infinite amount of times. Right. And then Christ went in and he he taught about the parable of the of the uh, debt, the debtor and the debt. Right. And this whole story is about um, a debt, a debtor. Who, uh, who lent money to, or this guy was in debt. Yeah. <laughs> right. This guy was in debt uh, to this Lord, and the debt came time to pay, and he didn't have it. And he, and he fell down. This is found in Matthew 18. So uh, he fell down to, and said, please, Lord, have patience with me, right, was uh, some of the verbiage. I, I just have mercy on me, and I will pay thee all. And the guy who was high up there, who had this guy, he owed him a massive debt. This Lord said, okay, I'll give you more time. And then that guy who owed that debt went to a guy that owed him money, which was like something super small. small. And goes, hey, I need that money right now because this guy uh, forgave me is so nice, but I need that money from you right now. And then that guy fell down at his feet and was like, please, I just give me some more time, you know, I have patience, have mercy with me. And he wouldn't have patience and mercy with him and threw him in jail mm-hmm. and uh, made him pay. And then that that other debtor, the high Lord, found out about this and came to this guy and said, hey, I had, I had patience with you. Why would you not have patience with this guy? Mm-hmm. And so that parable, right, was to hopefully get the people who are listening to that parable to understand that Christ, we owe him the ultimate debt. All of us do. And he forgives us immediately when we repent and when we change and when we you know, try to become better. And it is up to us to get to that place, that same that same place of where our if our brother offends us, if they if we have some wrong done to us, that we're in that same place that we would immediately forgive them, regardless of how big or how small the debt is. And in order to do that, that takes a lot of for one humility, a lot of patience, uh, and developing love and kindness and charity for our fellow man. And in order to make sure we have those things, we have to have these tools that you're taught that we just did right here, this cube test or or these self reflections to evaluate where we are in our lives as far as our character goes and what's important to us. 
because our whole goal, and this is where we can relate it back to the whole brand of foxes have holes, is that our whole goal as human beings on this earth is to get to know Christ so well through scripture study, through prayer, that when he comes again, we will recognize him immediately because we have that kinship and we have that understanding of who he is. And in order for us to do that, we have to take time to reflect and to ponder upon his life, develop or and to understand his character, and then seek to obtain that same those same characteristics. And we have to evaluate whether or not we're going to do that. And it's sometimes, like we said, it's hard to sit down and say, am I humble? Am I uh, charitable? Mm-hmm. Am I patient? Am I kind? You know, am I, am I keeping the Sabbath day holy? Am I asking us, asking those hard questions is something that nobody likes to do because nine times out of 10, there is at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 things <laughs> that we are doing wrong that we need to change. And nobody likes to feel that like, Oh, we're not doing enough or we're not where we need to be. Well, as you bring up this example of Christ and Peter, I think just kind of digging into that story a little bit, how much easier would it have been for Christ, who knows all, who knows who Peter is, who knows everything that he's done in his life, how much easier would it have been like, Peter, I know exactly what situation you're talking about, who you're talking about, who you're trying to forgive, let me take you through this situation and tell you exactly what you need to hear and get very specific into Peter and just say, lay it out for him plain and just say, he did this, you did this, we did it. Like, and just go through a, a very specific situation to Peter. He had the power to do that. He knew all that stuff and could have done that really easily. But Christ isn't there to... to force us into that. And he doesn't, though we are dependent on him, he wants us to, to strive to grow. We're never going to be able to do it on our own, but he wants to see the growth within us, the, the purpose for us to come here <coughs> and getting to know him is to grow, is to change, is to become the best possible versions of ourselves. And so he gave Peter this story so that Peter, you know, and, and uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has a great video of this because it, it, it feels very natural. So they're, it, it, it looks like they've just been walking and everybody's kind of sitting down, taking a rest. Some people are getting a drink, you know, whatever. It, it, it looks like kind of dusk time. It looks like the sun is coming down. So maybe they're going to start setting up camp or whatever. And so, or, or, or maybe they're just taking a break before they move on. But Peter asks this question, and it's all shot in one shot. But he, Christ starts talking to him, and then they start ta- walking away from the group. And it's just the two of them just wa- standing right next to each other. And Christ is going through this whole story. And he's taking the time to walk Peter uh, away from the group to have that individual moment for him. And he lays out this story for Peter to to ponder on, to take the question that he was given, gave him an answer, a pretty direct answer, 70 times 7, you know, infinite times you're supposed to forgive. But let's not just dig, dig into, like, forgiving and making it like a to-do checklist, but let's talk about, like, a bigger, a bigger doctrine, a bigger truth, and let's do it in a story form that as we continue on our journey, as we're continuing to walk, Peter's going to be thinking about this story. What does this mean? What, who am I in this story? Who is Christ in this story? And, and he's going to start doing that. And so I think um, a lot of the times our brain needs, needs stimulation like that. It needs some chew toys. It needs some, something to gnaw on. And so I think um, you know, a way to connect this this way to figure out a little bit more about ourselves is is exactly what you said to to talk about parables like this. That's I and what you said too just now was 
was great because that is how our mind works. If we just have a one-off, like in Christ, where it was to say, this is, okay, I know what you, like you said, when he, when Peter said, well, how, how often should I forgive somebody? And he's like, and Christ just goes, well, I know exactly what you're talking about. If he would have done that and was just given the answer, we just take, we would take that as, as human beings, we take that for granted. When I just see the answer as just me as a person, and I'm not left to figure it any portion of the problem out for myself, I don't remember it. And I'm like, ah, whatever. But learning in this way, which is actual learning and diving deeper into like, well, what, what, what does this horse mean? And then you, you, it gives you like this test, right? Gives you like, well, it represents your partner. And then, but that's it. Like there's a little, there's little things that guide you, but you're able to dig deeper into yourself and find what is, what is actually the truth for sure. for your situation in your life. So uh, I think that's absolutely a hundred percent correct that we need these problems, these uh, these ways to can connect the synapses in our brains to find the answer and not just be given the answer. Mm-hmm. And then in that is, I mean, that's true discovery of who you are, where you're at. And then if need be like, Oh, I need to kind of change course. I need to t- change direction to align myself with my ultimate goal of who I want to become or who I want to become like who I want to know. Um, and I mean, for I mean, for me, I know it's I want to become what Christ wants me to become, but I know I have to know who He is in order to do that because I need His characteristics. His characteristics are going to make me the most happy, and those people around me the most happy, who I care about dearly. So, yeah, I think this was a great, a great exercise. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope you had fun at home. I hope you you maybe gained a little insight into yourself and that um you know, I think sometimes it's hard to in the world we live in and so when we do fun things like this, I think that the silliness, the funness about it too is just kind of a, another way to um make it a little more enjoyable doing it too. So hopefully you had a good time. Share with us. Um, find us on Facebook and go tell us about your cube game and what insights you got into who you are through this fun little cube test. Until next time, I'm Jordan Moser. I'm Brian Grow. This is Foxes Have Holes.